This is the Yukon Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Carrie Johnston, recording today from the traditional territory of Champagne and Ajax First Nations in beautiful Dakwakata Haines Junction. And this is a mini series all for Yukon Innovation Week, and I'm joined today by Lana. Lana, please introduce yourself. I would love to. Uh, my name is Lana Selby. I am joining from Whitehorse, the traditional territories of the Colin Dunn First Nation and the Tonquetchen Council. Very beautiful, very snowy at the moment. Uh, and I am currently serving as the executive director of Uconstruct. And what is Uconstruct? So Uconstruct is a nonprofit organization. Uh, it has been around since 2014 now, so quite a while. A community instigated and started organization, started with a makerspace, um, and has grown and evolved over the past few years. Uh, we're now one of the proud partners in Northlight Innovation, which is downtown. And in this space, you construct, um, it manages a really beautiful maker space. You have a lot of equipment and tools and everything you need to make to, to prototype or innovate in terms of physical products. And we also have a co-working space where entrepreneurs can come and they can connect and work and meet and Another layer of all of that is how we like to support entrepreneurs and innovators through um, business support. So we do startup programming and we do one-on-one -on -one, uh, business coaching, essentially, of, you know, where do I go? How do I start when I have an idea? We help entrepreneurs at that very early stage. And so it's Innovation Week here in the territory, November 21 to 25th. So what does innovation mean to you? Hmm. It's a great question. We talk about innovation a lot, obviously, you know, working out of a building called Northlight Innovation. Um, and the, the dictionary definition of innovation is really around just something new, like a, a new method or idea or product. So there's a lot of emphasis on, on that newness. But I think innovation, you know, it's, it's such a broad term. There's a lot of debate over what it really means in practice. And when I think of innovation, I really think of the ability to see opportunity, the ability to look at a system and maybe see how it could run in a different way. Um, it's the ability to bring new things to life, I would say. And, you know, innovation, I think a lot of people automatically think about technology because there's been so much innovation and newness in technology in, in the past few decades. Um, but you know, that technology and the innovation that's happening is really impacting all sectors and industries. And there's a lot of challenges these days. You know, there's a lot of really tough, sticky problems like climate change, you know, like housing, renewable energy, and the ability to see new ways of doing new ways. Um, you know, they're not necessarily brand new. It could be small tweaks. Uh, sometimes really just a shift of perception perception or how you're perceiving things. So yeah, when we, we talk about innovation, we really want to help people to maybe see things differently or see opportunity where they didn't before. And what inspires you about the work that you do? I am inspired because we serve entrepreneurs and businesses. I'm constantly inspired by the people that are around me. You know, it's the people that really put so much of their heart and passion and time into trying to bring new things to life, you know, businesses that are 
really building a, a better future for all of us um, in many, many different ways, in many different industries. I just find the entrepreneurs and, and the types of innovators that we work with to be really, really inspiring because it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to try to do something new. It's not easy to um, create any kind of change, you know, whether it's through a business that's offering something that maybe hasn't been seen before in the territory or, you know, looking at a system and, and trying to figure out how to do it in a different way. It's just inspiring to watch people with ideas, see their ideas come to life. And so to me, that's what really drives what we do at UConstruct. And what bothers you about the current system that we're sort of operating here within the territory for businesses and entrepreneurs? What would you change? Hmm. Well, I think there's a lot of really incredible things about being an entrepreneur in the Yukon. This place is, um, I, I feel like the Yukon really attracts adventurers and, and innovators, you know, people that think a little bit differently and um, have a lot of ideas. And there is a lot of support for businesses, I would say. Like, I, I think there's a lot of resources. There's a lot of communities you can connect into, you know, you construct being only one of them. Um, but I think there's also, there's challenges. You know, one of the things that we've been working really hard to do over the past few years is increase the connection for entrepreneurs and businesses, you know, both inside the Yukon, which can be hard, um, because we're so spread out and, you know, there's connectivity challenges, um, but also increasing connection with businesses and entrepreneurs outside of the Yukon. Um, you know, there are a lot of resources and programs, um, different funds across Canada that sometimes we can, <laughs> they can feel really far away. We might not know about them. We might not have as much access to them. So a lot of the work we do is trying to understand what are the programs and resources that can support entrepreneurs and businesses in the Yukon and how do we connect to them, you know, being in a more remote place and, and also just connectivity in general. You know, we've, um, I remember during the time, early days of COVID, we have a startup bootcamp that we've been running for a couple of years now. And we know we always had a vision of it being more accessible across the Yukon because it's one of our goals is to really be able to support uh, entrepreneurs and innovators, no matter where they are. And COVID kind of forced us to take our in-person startup bootcamp program uh, online, <laughs> essentially overnight. And in a way that opened up an opportunity for us. And so we were able to recruit more entrepreneurs from across the Yukon. Um, and, you know, you, you kind of initially think, oh, this is great. Now our program's online, now it's accessible. And we found out really quickly, you know, because there's challenges with internet and connectivity that just because it was online didn't mean it was accessible for everyone. And so I think that's something that can be a real challenge for entrepreneurs in the Yukon for sure. Uh, some of these things that you're, you're chatting about sort of access to connection to the outside within the territory and then just even the physical infrastructure itself. What mm -hmm. do you think it's going to take to transform some of these things to, to solve for them? Mm -hmm. I think there is already, you know, a lot of transformation happening. I think a lot of businesses and, and organizations um, are trying to move these things forward. And I think it's going to take all of us really coming together and collectively setting, you know, this, this goal and this vision of where do we want to be and what, 
what is kind of non-negotiable for us in terms of supporting entrepreneurs and businesses and you know they're complex issues and challenges but I, I think the more that we can work together you know in a, in a territory um, under 50,000 people across the Yukon I think we have a unique opportunity to work together in a really connected way um, kind of remove some of those silos and barriers that we you know we all get kind of stuck in our our own uh, boxes of where we operate. Um, but I think in the Yukon, we have a unique ability to move really fast and really get things done. And, and that's gonna take, you know, one of the goals of Uconstruct is really, how do we bring people together to cross different sectors of industry and government and private and non-sector so that we work together in a better way? Because I think that's where we'll start to find more solutions. Mm that working together in a better way is sort of part of the fabric of Canada. Now we think about back to 2015 and the truth and reconciliation calls to action from the commission. And you know what that report sort of said when it came to reconciliation and the four A's and how we move that forward as you know, awareness of our past, acknowledgement of the harm, atonement for the causes and action to change behavior. So what does it mean for you, for you construct to, to demonstrate reconciliation and action, those four A's? Yeah, that's, that's a really great question. And it's something that you know, I myself um, and I would say our whole team and board have been thinking about for, for quite a while. And some of, some of the ways I think we've tried to incorporate that into what we do is is one through the awareness, the education, you know, um, taking the Yukon First Nation 101 training. And then also earlier this year, myself and, and our management team took an incredible program called Traverse, which is offered through IRP, Inspire Reconciliation Potential, which is co-owned by Tosh Sethwick and Davida Wood. And that program over, over a few weeks, over a couple months, um, we got to really go through this process of looking at, you know, what, what does it mean to be a settler in Canada? What does, what is our actual history and, and what is the actual history of Indigenous people in Canada? You know, what is the Indian Act? What, what happened in, um, throughout this history um, of forced assimilation and residential schools and how does that impact us today and, and our perspectives and I think it was very eye-opening for our team and it also I think just the awareness then helps you to ask the right questions and you know as an organization I think one of the things that, that we have been striving to do is have more representation um, you know in terms of Yukon First Nations uh, working with organizations like the Yukon uh, First Nation Culture and Tourism to offer um, a bootcamp specifically for Indigenous entrepreneurs and tourism, um, you know, that's really adjusted to be a program that works for the participants themselves and look at how representation really matters in who we bring in to speak and, you know, who is working in our organization and, and the members that we're supporting. So, yeah, I think it is being aware is, is just really looking and having those tough conversations and continuing to have them. You know, there's so much more that we can all do. Um, yeah, so a work, a work in progress, but definitely something that is super, super important in all we do. Mm -hmm. 
so living here in the Yukon in the far north, we have the unique advantage of kind of seeing the world from afar and, and through our unique northern lens. So what lessons do you think that Yukon has to share with the world about entrepreneurship, about business, about, about leadership? Mm -hmm. um, I think I think there's a few things. I think um, well, one of the things I mentioned before is I do think uh, people in the Yukon, you know, there are we don't necessarily have a lot of services or access that might be um, available in larger cities and different places in Canada being a little bit more remote. And I think that really does bring out um, a lot of innovation, a lot of creativity, um, doing new things in new ways. And I also think there's a lot of example of what economic reconciliation can look like in the Yukon, you know, through the works of um, incredible companies like when I was mentioning earlier, Inspire Reconciliation Potential, um, you know, First Nation governments and development corporations, community corporations. I think there's lots of examples of what economic reconciliation can look like. And um, the, the Yukon, the, the entrepreneurs and the businesses here, one thing that I've really noticed has impacted me a lot is that um, they're really rooted in, in positive change in, in the, you know, inspiring transformation is the theme of innovation week, because that's really what we see in the entrepreneurs here is it is not, you know, business for the sake of business um, or just sheer profit. It is really rooted in um, ideas that are, are meant to benefit community, meant to, to bring more opportunities to the North, um, you know, more services. Like I think about, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs innovating around agriculture, around food, because they care so passionately about food sustainability um, and, and climate change. And thinking of the, of the recent Yukon First Nation Climate Action Fellowship and the work that's coming out of that, I think is it can be really transformative. And, you know, even the, in the federal government, um, they have an investment readiness program. There's a, it's a grant right now that's out because they're, they've committed $50 million over two years to supporting um, businesses that are essentially centered around social purpose. And I see so much of that in the Yukon and, and you know, more and more, I think we're all realizing it's really important that business is leveraged um, as a powerful tool that it can be for positive change and for problem solving. So I think that is something really unique that we're all trying to foster and, and you know Canada is really trying to invest in in the Yukon it's just that's what the businesses here are doing they're trying to create positive change they're trying to solve really complex issues that affect us all and I think that's where business should really be looking and focusing right now is how do we you know both make profit innovate new products and services but for the benefit of all of us in a way that is more environmentally sustainable and yeah, in reconciliation as well. Mm -hmm. So what's next for Uconstruct? So Uconstruct uh, next, well, <laughs> to continue to do what we're doing, I think is, is always a really big goal and to continue to do it in more relevant ways. Um, we are, we're actually just about to begin our strategic framework refresh but we're, we're going out, you know, we've had a um, strategic priorities for the last three years and we're going out to our members and, and sponsors, supporters, funders, community to really ask, you know, how are we doing? This is how we've been achieving these things. Um, are we hitting the mark? Is there anything we're missing? 
um, and how can we serve our community better. So that's something that the board will be leading for the next few months. And, and yeah, and I think in the services and programs that we're offering, like our startup bootcamp, our one-on-one um, support for entrepreneurs who are just starting out, we're definitely trying to expand access. And in the past year, we've been working more. We've got a community outreach manager. So we've been working more um, to serve and connect with communities to understand what they need and how we can support. Um, so continuing to do that work and, and yeah, hopefully continuing to be a place where people feel um, that their ideas can really come in and be fostered and supported in community and brought to life. You know, it's, it's hard to be an entrepreneur and to try new things. So I think it's really important that there's community there too. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Lana. And uh, I look forward to kind of seeing what happens during Yukon Innovation Week this year as we talk about, you know, what innovation means here in the territory. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you.